welcome to the podcast. It is Election Day, Tuesday, November 7th. I guess this is the second latest <clears throat> um, Election Day could ever be. The eighth, I guess, would be the oh. latest. Mm. Little uh, election trivia there for you, uh, Miss Thomas Holland. Yeah, I would have got that wrong. Well, it's the, it's the second Tuesday in November, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you uh, part partake in the voting activities? <clears throat> I don't want to talk about it. I didn't either. It's okay. I'm upset about it, actually. Why are you upset? Do you, has your has your right to vote been taken away from you? Guess who's a registered voter in the wrong county? Oh, you'd have to go to Wood County. And I can't because I don't live in Wood County. Um. Well, you if you're registered there, why can't you? Why can't you just take the ride there and go vote? Because I think you have to be registered in the county that you live in. Ah, uh, but did you change your license or anything? No, but my I, license is also not correct. I, <laughs> so. I, I think you would have been okay as long as you went to the correct polling place. Ugh, I was I'm, I was planning out my day and I like thought about it and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what an idiot. I, uh, I didn't because I didn't feel compelled for some reason, I guess. I shall withhold my comments. Ah, I mean, I, I think, I think everything will, uh, will, will. You better hope I don't have an atopic pregnancy. I actually, I think that's gonna that 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 the yes vote will win, uh, quite, too. quite handily, because um, that's been the way it's been running since. Uh, yeah. I will, I will never forget since Kansas last year after um, the Supreme Court overturning of of. Rowan Wade, like these issues have, have lost handily yeah. since yeah. then. I agree. So then you feel like your vote's not necessary because it's going to pass anyway. Your vote only counts if if uh, your vote only counts if there if the if it's like a one vote kind of race. But um, and all the city council seats, like none of them are are really contested. True, that's very true. I think there was just one that there was two people to vote for, right? Well, Sam was running against a Republican, um, oh. which is essentially uncontested. Um, the guy, uh, Matt Cherry, who I think oversees my district, was council president. He's term limited. So there's mm-hmm. some other guy who I think was on council 10 years ago. Um, oh. And and I, I, I have seen no signs... Um, in my commute. Now, granted, I have a pretty singular commute, but I've seen one John Hobbs sign outside the Dunkin' Donuts and one Sean Strong sign uh, across in the shopping center across from um, Swan Creek. I have not seen oh, many yeah. signs at all. How about you? I've, I've seen a lot, a lot of Hobbs, Hobbs everywhere and Strong too. And I've seen a, a gentleman on the corner of Hill and Burn with a uh, strong sign just kind of waving it around for the last like two weeks like and he's out there like every other day um, which we'll surprised me because you really don't see that with anybody else what somebody like standing out there waving the sign yeah yeah I will bring this up because it's pertinent to up uh, to, to election day um, we need to find Opal <laughs> where has Opal been is she all right exactly 
Um, oh. I, I know people wanted her to go away, but perhaps not like this. Like for for ye- ever since she has vanished, I have been concerned for her safety. That's actually I, I you know what drive drive down Broadway see if you notice anything if the house is like like has been left to rot. Yeah. Um, any other election day things you uh, you want to touch on? No, no, I've got nothing. Um, I don't have much to uh, talk about. I was actually, I, I'm probably just in my head a little bit too much, but I was thinking, we're, we are doing this less and less. Do, like, how much do I, we want to keep doing this? And again, it's just, you know, existential nonsense going through my head. You'll actually, let me, let me see if you can relate to this. Um, I've been feeling kind of blah for a few weeks, but mm-hmm. not, but not bad. Um, okay. in, in fact, I have tried to give in to the blah and and open the door to some some really negative feelings, like the, the kind that usually beat me up really bad, mm-hmm. but they have not made their way through the door. And they that, don't take over. They, they do not. Like I'm I'm welcoming them in. Like, let me just be real self-absorbed and upset at myself and woe is me and all that i've like i've 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 rolled out the red carpet i i'm not checking ids i'm like come on in and it won't come in which is a wonderful sign that my medication works so you're coexisting with your demons i'm i'm let i'm welcoming them in and they haven't wanted to come in i think that's a very healthy place to be and i think ideally that's where everybody wants to be because you're never going to get rid of all of your demons the point is that they don't take over that you're able to see them acknowledge them and keep going you know what i mean that's a good thing that's really great i I know and i've been dicking around my medication too because i it was i guess it was last week i don't i don't I think I felt a different, and this is this is why I get people get so frustrated. I felt a little down, but not like how I just described. Just definitely, I felt like I was ten. I felt like I was down ten milligrams on my Cymbalta, um, mm-hmm. so I popped it back up to the thirty, um, and I'm not tired right now. And as long as that that lethargy that I was battling in the afternoons, which is why I went down to the twenty stays away, uh, I'll keep it at 30. So I'm, I'm dicking around with milligrams right now. Yeah, no, that's really good, though, especially coming into this season. That's the kind of attitude that you want to have, for sure. Some, some of it might be, um, what's the word? I, I'm, I'm short on words today. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I have none. Me laughing at others because they're, they're just so beat up by, by one hour of daylight and... Like, I, I, I have not seen any car accidents, and I maybe maybe this is challenging for parents because their kids have to adjust. I don't know. Like, I have, I think we've talked about this year after year now, and I think you get deeply affected by the one hour, right? A little bit, yeah. I don't, it, more in the spring than I do in the fall. Like, in the spring, I absolutely hate it. Um, in the fall, I, t- I do a little bit better with it, but I think I'm just kind of like, ugh, I'm hungrier earlier, so I'm a little crabbier. I'm noticing headaches, like I had a headache this afternoon, and I'm like, okay, I think I need to eat. <laughs> like it's that one hour throwing me off my schedule, but I'm having an easier time waking up and getting ready in the mornings, and I love that I feel like I have more time in the evenings. It's not like I'm coming home from work and I blink and I have to go to bed so I can get up to go to work, you know? You have a shorter commute. 
That helps. I do. Well, I still have to, you know, Thomas is still over by you. This one, this one gets me more than the spring one because I got home last night and it was basically dark. Yeah, um, I, I had to, to set my, I just, to go into my um, my lighting app and set schedules and whatnot because it's dark now really early and I'd rather have lots lots of daylight. I, I, I say this somewhat tongue in cheek. The reason I might not be deep, I, I might have never been deeply affected by this, by, by daylight savings one way or another where people are like disoriented and they're driving all over the road is because I sleep like shit anyway. So one hour here or there doesn't really change much with me. I just, I think what I hate is I just really want to sleep in on the weekends. Like I hate the fact that during the week when I have to go to work, I feel like I could sleep another three hours. And then on the weekend when I can sleep three hours, I'm getting up. Like, what? let me sleep, please. You can do this every weekend, not just daylight savings time weekend. What do you mean, sleeping? Yeah. But I can't. No, my point is the weekends come and I'm able to sleep in and my body is like, bitch, get up right now. You're not going back to sleep. That's called not being a teenager. I hate it. (laughs) Well, it's only going to get worse. I hate it. And my body doesn't try to put me to sleep for a nap until like three o'clock. And that's too late for me. I'm not taking a nap at three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not going to wake up until seven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Um, there was that. There was that. There was that. Oh, can we? There was a very lengthy Toledo Reddit post last week about I think it was either the Arby's or the McDonald's uh, behind my shoulder at, at the shopping center um, one day last week. And another thing I don't get is. If you see multiple cars in a drive through line, I don't want to hear you complaining um, that you're stuck in that line, especially where there's a barrier where you can't depart the line mm. because they're taking too long. Do mm-hmm. you? And, and more people are doing drive through than ever before. Um, you saw that McDonald's that we did the, the radiothon at. They don't, they don't want you in there. And the Panera, right. the Panera in Oregon that's opening will have like very limited seating. Um, I heard, yeah. So, do you have a drive-through strategy? Is there a place that you go that you're confident in you'll get good service? Have you ever done like risky drive-through behavior and been stuck there, really uh, aggravated and upset at yourself? <laughs> so that actually happened to me this weekend. I get because I could not sleep. I was up while McDonald's breakfast was still going on, and so I went to that McDonald's that the radiothon was at. And the line was a little longer than I would prefer, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna get, I've got time, I'm gonna get in line anyway. And so the next thing that goes through my brain, pick a lane, pick a lane, which one's gonna go faster, pick a lane, always pick the inside lane if it's shorter. So I picked the inside lane and the entire time, because I am chaotic in my brain, I'm gonna get there before the car next to me. The car next to me got in the lane before I did. And you know what I mean, I'm gonna beat you. And I, and I did actually, I was like two or three cars ahead of that one. So I make it a game for myself to make it through. I, it gives me time to get on my phone and like dick around on my phone until I get up to it. But generally it depends on which location it is because I refuse to wait at the McDonald's on, um, Burns. Right. Refuse. So, um, it really depends on the place. Um, I'm not getting in no super long Chick-fil-A lines. (laughs) Absolutely not. If Cane's is long, we're not going. We just don't need it. We have food at home. I 
I could trust the Tim Hortons by my house for coffee. Um, That's and true. They they have really they they've really won me over like during the the COVID times. Like I think they were like one of the last places to maybe open up their uh, their inside seating. In fact, I don't know if people ever even sit in there. I don't know if they want you in there. I don't know if the door <laughs> is locked or not. But um, they have had the same handful of people working there for a couple of years now. And there was one time. Like one time, and usually like every Monday morning because I sleep all weekend, I'm up at like four on Monday. So I'm just like chomping at the bit and they open at five. There's only been a time, maybe two, where they were not there at, at 5 a.m., but they are they are always there. Super friendly people. It's fast. The coffee's ready to go. It's not like, well, we just opened. We got to brew a pot. Like they're very efficient. So much so that last, one day last week, um, I didn't want to take the drive to Panera for whatever reason. I was just crabby. And it was 7.15, and there was about six cars in that Tim Hortons line. And I I gave them my faith, and it was a, it was a reasonable wait time. Oh, that's nice. So you didn't have to wait a super long time. Correct, correct. I put, I put my patience in their hands, which is nothing I ever want anyone to deal with. But yeah, oh. man, it's you are you're taking a big risk in a lot of places with drive-through. Yeah, and I don't know if in my area and in the area that I was coming from, one of my biggest complaints when I moved out of Perrysburg was that that Route 20 has gotten so congested. It takes me like 20 minutes to get from my apartment to to the shops, where before it used to take me like five to seven. And um, now that I'm in this area, this like Secor Monroe Central area i'm dealing with the same kind of issue where it's just overly congested so i don't really put my faith in anything honestly i think i've actually leaned a lot more towards delivery than ever before because it's an easier like i have more options here it's an i pay doordash pass so i pay them eight dollars a month for zero dollar delivery fees and you know what i mean so i'm just like well i'm just gonna do this then (laughs) I, i I would rather, let's just say I hopped into some fast food line. I would rather wait an hour to get my delivery at home rather than wait anything more than 10 minutes in a fast food line because I feel trapped. At least when I'm at home, I can be doing things. I can't get angry at people dicking around with, oh, I want to change my order or something's wrong in the back. Like, I don't know that. And that stuff could be happening, but I don't see it. The fact that I don't see it, my patience lasts a little longer. You know what is surprisingly busy all the time, and, and like for especially now, and for what reason? Cold Stone ice cream always has a line all the way to the damn door. You're literally going to be waiting in line for like 30 minutes to get some ice cream when it's 45 degrees outside. It's wild. I, I, I just, I've never understood it. Maybe because the Cold Stone that at the time was on Route 20 in Perrysburg was never busy. And so this one over off of Talmadge is always got people all the way lined up to the door all the time. It's so dumb. Where off of Talmadge is that? It's next to Panera. It's right next to Panera. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw the name of uh, or the person who was hired by the media outlet to to be the taylor swift beat reporter oh. and two things i i don't think they listed their salary i wanted to see how much they're making and i know this is like a big deal not that long ago people that i i know and next to them were like 
Why, why are you firing people who cover you know important city and local and regional issues, and you're hiring this Taylor Swift person? I, like, conceivably, the Taylor Swift beat reporter can bring in more interest and eyeballs, and you know they make a little money. And in a perfect world, they'd hire more reporters to do those important jobs. But I was think I was thinking about something. If um. I hope this person knows what what the, his name is. Brian Davis. He's a thirty five year old. Oh, it's I, a guy. Yeah, Brian hmm. Davis. Brian something. Um, hmm. I, I hope he knows what he's getting into. Be, <laughs> because, like, if he says something that her fan base doesn't like, which I see all the time, it's no different from a beat reporter covering the Cavaliers or the Lions, like. People have all kinds of opinions about these people covering teams, and it's so sideways, it's so outrageous, and there's going to be some of that with Taylor Swift. This dude might regret taking this job. Like, he might get run off the internet like that. Do you feel like he's at a higher risk of becoming, like, at what point, I mean, I know it's your job, so because it's your job, does that keep you from being considered something, like, obsessed? You know what I mean? Like, if one person, if, like, reporting or following one person is your entire job does that, do you think that leaves some people like susceptible to obsessions i don't think this is that person it seems like he's a pretty big fan um but not but, the obsessed kind but could he become eventually no because he's required to really know and do and like know all things Taylor Swift, report on all things Taylor Swift, probably defend all things Taylor Swift. At what point do you like potentially shift and you're a little bit obsessed? The opposite happens. Huh? The opposite. Like this dude will throw all of his Taylor Swift music away because it 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 was like me. Like I experienced this. I went from being a fan of sports to when I did sports talk radio, becoming more analytical, objective about it. And I look at these people who were losing their minds over something they had no control over. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be you. And when something becomes your job, um, you tend to distance yourself from the emotional aspects of it. Like, if you're living Taylor Swift, how many ever hours a day? Like, mo- most people, whatever your job is, no, how, no matter how much you love it, you want, to es- you want some escapism. So you, you actually move farther away than get more obsessed with it, in all likelihood. Let's hope. Um, yes, let's hope. Are you watching anything right now? Um, Thomas wants to watch that new show on Paramount, that Western. Yeah, me too. Bass Reeves? Yes, we have not started that. I am in a trashy television mood, so when I realized Paramount had every season of Teen Teen Mom (laughs) 2, which I used to watch when I was younger, uh, in my, like, teen, when I was a teen, uh, I was like, oh, look at all of this. And I enjoy Thomas and I watching it together. And he's like, did this really happen on TV? I'm like, yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. What a time. Um, well, you'll have to let me know if you if, if you or Thomas gets into that show. I, I just saw an ad for it when I hopped on Amazon today. And I was hoping that I could watch it through my Amazon subscription. But I can watch it through Amazon on Paramount+. Plus. Yes. Which uh, I I said this on the air today. I think we've gone like an entire four days without any of the streamers raising their monthly prices. So oh, 
What not, an accomplishment. Right, well, I mean, not that I want to jinx anything, but I think, <laughs> I think today was the, the the first day of my new Disney Plus subscription. Oh, uh-huh. And people are going to have to make tough tough choices. Yeah, it's, it's getting expensive. I We canceled YouTube TV, and I'm a little upset about it because I... I turn on the news when I'm getting ready for work and I turn on the news when I get home from work and I'm like cleaning up the house or cooking dinner or prepping something. So I turn it on when I'm just, when I'm not focused on the television and I haven't been able to keep up with really anything and some of my other trashy television shows that I can't watch on any streaming site, but YouTube, um, I can't watch them. And I'm like, listen, we're going to, I know it was like, $65, $65, but I think we need to get this back. $65 for how long or how much? A month for <laughs> a million channels. I also used to be able to watch all the sports games. And like there was a day where I was trying to get to the Browns game because it was really good and it was getting down to the wire a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, do I have this somewhere? I know I can. I know I can watch it. And I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. You can watch like local stuff like that, like Lions and, and Browns games, uh, if you get an antenna. Yeah, I do need to do that. I don't have an antenna. And I could w- probably watch news and stuff as well. But. Right, right. It'll pull up pull up the uh, the channels. Yeah. Um, but you'll have to let me know what, what decisions you wind up doing, because this is going to be fascinating to watch this unfold. My, my prediction is um, they're... They're just gonna. All these places are gonna raise prices to push everybody into the ad tier, which I have gladly jumped into. Mm-hmm. So my prediction is, and I think I've been pretty accurate with with a lot of this stuff as the cord cutting began ten years ago or whatever. So there's a limited amount of commercials on these things right now. They they pop up at like odd times, um, especially on like older shows that don't have specific points where they could there was an ad anyway if it came from like a network or something mm-hmm. and at most at, I don't think I've come across anything more than 90 seconds well that's for now I gather that before too long 90 seconds will be 180 seconds and it will be like a mm-hmm. regular commercial set as if you were watching network TV where you can go to the bathroom go into the kitchen and we'll be right back where we started yeah, I uh, very quickly. So I was trying to I watch Paramount from my phone, like I'll turn the app on my phone and then stream it to the TV. And I was like, you know what, it would just be a lot easier if I just put the app on the TV. And so I did. And I realized that I have a Paramount login. And so does Thomas, but I have the free one, I mm-hmm. guess, like I have the ad one. And I very quickly, like, I was like, oh, this isn't right. And I sat there, I sat there for, I thought of you actually. And I sat there for a minute and I said, you know what? You can watch these stinking commercials, Alex, it'll be fine. But come like the third round of commercials, I was like, no, I'm done. Thomas, what's your login? Give it to me now so I can get into the TV. I can't do this. I've. I'm dramatic also though. I think that, I think they're. They're all going to push the envelope. Like I forget how much Disney is a month without ads. It's it's a I don't I want to say like twenty twenty two dollars might be like the Hulu mm. partnership or whatever. They're just going to keep raising it and raising it, and somebody might pay it, but they they want to push people to the ads. Yeah. Um, like I've saved money with some of these subscriptions now, and it hasn't been so bad. I I'm impatient, but they they haven't ruined my viewing experience at all so far. 
Well, lucky you. Yeah, look, look, I'm, lucky I'm just me. A, I'm just afraid to look at the um, whatever that app is, that budgeting app that shows you what all your subscriptions are. I'm just afraid. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Um, I don't have anything else to talk about. It's been so quiet lately. It has. It's been awkward. Like I, I'm in that awkward. Um, I feel a little crummy most days. Like I'm either hungry or I have a headache or I'm bloated. Don't forget I travel for work next week. So I have to fly to Charlotte on Sunday. And, you know, I hate traveling for work. And I'm going to be gone until like Thursday night. So I am not somebody that looks forward to the time away. That's for sure. Uh, there was one thing I want to throw at you. What was it? What was it? Oh, um, no, I can't talk about that. <laughs> okay. Is Dana around? Uh, I did not see her today. Her door was closed. I need her. Okay. You better get on it. You're dropping the ball. I am. I, I just hope she was reserved that time for me. She's like, oh, I know Alex. I love Alex. I'll reserve the time and talk to her in between. She did, but that was like late last week, whenever we last spoke about this. Yeah, I so have you, not forgotten about you, her. You better hop on that. Okay. Um, God, what was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? It's going gonna, it's gonna to bother me. All right. Well, we'll wrap up, and I will, uh, I'll be in touch. <gasps> Bye-bye.